0: means of the nerves. A training for the guidance of the muscles means, so far as the physique is concerned, first, a training for the better use of the nervous force. The nervous system is so wonderful in its present power, for good or ill, so wonderful in its possible power either way, and so much more wonderful as we realise what we do not know about it, that it is not surprising that it is looked upon with awe. Neither is it strange that it seems to many, especially the ignorant, a subject to be shunned. It is not uncommon for a mother whose daughter is suffering and may be on the verge of nervous prostration because of her misused nerves to say, I do not want my daughter to know that she has nerves. The poor child knows it already in the wrong way. It is certainly better that she should know her nerves by learning a wholesome, natural use of them. The mother's remark is common with many men and women when speaking of themselves, common with teachers when talking to or of their pupils. It is of course quite natural that it should be a prevailing idea, because hitherto, the mention of nerves by man or woman, has generally meant perverted nerves, and to dwell on our perversions except long enough to shun them is certainly unwholesome in the extreme. Chapter 2 Perversions in the Guidance of the Body So evident are the various, the numberless perversions of our powers in the misuse of the machine that it seems almost unnecessary to write of them. And yet, from another point of view, it is very necessary, for, superabundant as they are, thrusting their evil results upon us, every day, in painful ways. Still we have eyes and see not, ears and hear not, and, for want of a fuller realisation of these most grievous mistakes, we are in danger of plunging more and more deeply into the snarls to which they bring us. From nervous prostration to melancholia, or other forms of insanity, is not so long a step. It is, of course, a natural sequence that the decadence of an entire country must follow the waning powers of the individual citizens. Although that seems very much to hint, it cannot be too much when we consider, even briefly, the results that have already come to us through this very misuse of our own voluntary powers. The advertisements of nerve medicines alone speak loudly to one who studies, in the least degree, the physical tendencies of the nation nothing proves better than the artificial state of man than the artificial means he uses to try to adjust himself to nature's laws means which in most cases serve to assist him to keep up a little longer in the appearance of natural life for any simulation of that which is natural must sooner or later lead to nothing or worse than nothing Even the rest cures, the most simple and harmless of the nerve restorers, serve a mistaken end. Patients go with nerves tired and worn out with misuse, commonly called overwork. Through rest, nature, with the warm, motherly help she is so ready to bring us, restores the worn body to a normal state. But its owner has not learned to work the machine any better to drive his horses more naturally, or, with a gentler hand, he knows he must take life more easily. But even with a passably good realisation of that necessity, he can practice it only to a certain extent, and most occupants of rest cures find themselves driven back more than once for another rest. Nervous disorders, resulting from overwork, are all about us. Extreme nervous prostration is most prevalent. A thoughtful study of the faces around us and a better understanding of their lives brings to light many who are living, one might almost say, in a chronic state of nervous prostration, which lasts for years before the break comes. And, because of the want of thought, the want of study for a better, more natural use of the machine, few of us appreciate our own possible powers when